0: Welcome to Birch Tree Studios, the home of 1013 Publications. This is 40 Below Zero, an international show about chronic illness hosted by two guys with MS. I'm your co-host, Nick, and with me, as always, is Terry. We're so glad all of our warriors and supporters are here with us, so let's get into it. Good afternoon, Terry. How are you? Man, I'm doing great today. How are you? Pretty good, actually. I love the fall weather. I'm here for it. That's for sure. Who do we have
1: with us in the studio today? Awesome. Today, we have Zachary Weeks. Zachary Weeks, uh, what I know, he's a consultant, an advocate, and a speaker. This guy is in the community, uh, all about raising awareness. I'm sure he has other motives as well. But uh, Zachary, thank you for being here today. Really appreciate it.
2: Oh, my pleasure
1: what's the direction that you're taking the consultant at when i hear consultants i'm thinking that people want to ask you questions they want to inquire how you feel about certain
2: it seems that way seems <laughs> that way um but uh yeah i mean in terms of my role as a consultant um you know it uh, it really varies depending on what's being asked of me so um just a little bit of a backstory. Uh, as you mentioned I'm quite involved in the community um had the pleasure of you know working with some pretty awesome folks some pretty big uh projects um and I, I was doing that in a volunteer capacity then uh, one day I realized well geez, uh, a lot of people are you know, coming to me and and that sort of thing—that's wonderful. But maybe I should, maybe I should get paid for my time. Um, so, uh, nonetheless, I started uh, my own little shingle here, and um, that's mostly consulting on accessibility, as you could imagine. I'm a wheelchair user as a result of having cerebral palsy, uh, but. Uh, yeah, as aside from, you know, physical accessibility, audits, I also dabble in you know digital stuff, and and that sort really of thing. I've had the uh, great honor to be on a new show called Push, uh, here in Canada, CBC, um, hosted on CBC Jam. Uh, I'm not on the camera side i'm behind the scenes i got i got a face for radio uh but uh so i I, uh congratulations man
1: (laughs) i had no idea that you were on i i met you through the group Mm -hmm. chats and i thought that was really cool but i had no idea that you're on there so congratulations it's really cool and i never introduced you uh letting everyone know that you have cerebral palsy so i apologize about that
2: but of course uh, small detail yeah sure Uh, but um yeah so it's been really fun you know working on on the technical side of that show um and, and my role there is to make sure that's you know all the content that's put out on social is accessible so making sure that there's captioning video descriptions alt text image descriptions because it's a show about you know living uh you know inclusively and and you know pushing yourself uh so it would it wouldn't make sense if you know half of our content wasn't accessible, right? So practice what you preach and that's why I'm such a um a huge advocate for the show and honored to be on it because Bean, who's the sort of the weed the star on that show uh, basically um, said, look, we're, we're, we'll do the show. We're going to do the show. But it has to be the real deal. Uh, we're not hiding anything. We're yeah. going to have full authenticity in front of the camera, behind the camera. So I was brought on as a disability consultant. And uh, yeah, so we, uh, we've we been busy with that. And, um, you know, aside from that, I've been, you know, just doing uh, accessibility audits here and there for different, um, you, you know, organizing. <laughs> I'm all, all over the place. place. Yeah, yeah. my I wife have, would agree. And I have <laughs> to
0: say, uh, you're the, you're the second individual we've had on that works in uh, television in Canada. And my goodness, you guys are just so progressive up there with your representation.
1: Dude, I, have you seen any of the episodes of season one? I don't think they even broadcast in the States. No, they don't. But it's pretty good. And uh, just so you know, Zachary, uh, we facilitate groups, support groups in our community. And man, the show is just talked about. Oh, we talk about it a lot. So the yep. fact that awesome. you're on the show, thank you so much. That's awesome
2: welcome yeah no so, i mean and when does season two come uh, out so season two we just finished uh filming so uh should be should be in january give or take the new year so something to kick off the new year and yeah we'll, we'll we're hoping that uh we can keep the the momentum going and and see where it goes from there uh but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm excited to learn more about uh, you know those groups that you're you're working on, and you know maybe I can get involved with that as well. See what I can offer. But uh, certainly, I'm not the end all be all um, when it comes to that stuff. So uh, you're you're much more well versed in it than I would be, more than likely. So. Dude, we, we don't have cerebral
1: palsy, but we can relate in the wheelchair aspect. Because I have MS mm-hmm. and uh so does he and you know the wheelchair aspect, but of course we live different lives.
2: Yeah, but there's so much there's so much that, that overlaps, right? Like what I what I go through, you go through. I mean, certainly that's one of the things that I Keep in mind when I'm consulting is I always make it very clear, like, look, I'm I'm one voice, one uh individual with this certain experience. There's others that have a totally different experience. Even though our disabilities may present similar challenges, we may have different experiences, right? So um with MS, I know Personally, my aunt has it, and uh, there's good days, there's bad days, uh, and everything in between, um, you know. And it seems to be one of those tricky ones that, you know, it depends on the day in terms of what you get uh, for, you Very know, true. challenges, whatever, yeah. but uh, it's, it's it's also... I would and you would be able to confirm this. It seems like it's getting easier to manage as long as you know what to you know put in your body and and that sort of thing would that be fair to say or no?
1: Yes, I don't know if you mean uh like nutrition wise or medication wise but nutrition
2: nutrition i
1: I, I believe in that, yes, but there are a lot of people that you know you have to convince them or everyone's mm-hmm. in their own paths you know what i mean but yes i'm a big believer
0: of that um, there's certainly a lot of a lot more information out there now and there's more medications than there's ever been so there's more opportunities to try what works it's no longer like a handshake and a good luck you know once you get diagnosed yeah. so
2: um, yeah that that's uh that's i think a story that all of us can relate to uh I mean we all seem like we're similar ages. And I know when I was born like uh old. I'm I'm thirty-five.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: So we're um, uh, considerably
1: considerably younger than you. <laughs> really? Joking. Okay. No, 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 I'm just joking, buddy. We're older than you. <laughs> but uh yeah. you know you know when you told us you you know someone that has MS your aunt? Was that what you said?
2: Yeah. So
1: when we say we have MS, someone says, "Oh, I know someone with MS." What about you? When you say you have cerebral palsy, does people say, "Oh, I know someone with cerebral palsy, and he's doing fine"?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's that old cliche of of them want being them trying to relate, right? I mean, I don't fault them on it, but it's like, "Oh, here comes the (laughs) oh, I know someone with." You know, right? And and I, I I say that a little bit facetiously, but um, in, in my in my situation, I uh, I I do uh, see it quite often, uh, day in day out with my aunt. So, um, and obviously through my my advocacy here in Canada. So you guys are based in the states. Is that what I understand? No.
1: I'm from Ontario. I'm close to Toronto. Okay. Uh, so the Edmonton Oilers don't jive with me. And uh <laughs> I'm just joking. But Nick is from uh
2: Pittsburgh.
1: Haha, just joking. Uh, yeah. I'm just joking. I'm yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia. That's just a joke.
2: I'm from Flyers country. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs>
2: the Broad Street Bullies.
0: I can take the Broad Street line.
1: I got the Pittsburgh... I mean the Phil- oh my god, bro. Terry, show but,
2: yourself. No, no, no. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a mistake. Philadelphia. Okay, next. Yeah, no. Um I yeah. uh so you're in Ontario. Uh mm-hmm. you been Toronto Maple fan. I I'm not really a hockey guy. Don't don't oh, what kind of Canadian are you?
1: I do that's what I've been that. saying. I'm a basketball Canadian guy.
2: Okay, all right. You know, I All I right. do I do
1: like hockey, but you know I'm not religiously
0: into it. Like, Fair enough. Fair it's okay, enough. You, you were only cut a corner off your
2: Canadian card. Um, and then yeah, so your your guy, uh, well, I guess not not your guy, but um, Matthews just had back to back hatties, so everybody in Toronto and is feeling good. Oilers are are losing. 0 oh, 2 so far in the season, so okay. I'll just That's show a, myself up. It's a it's a long season, right? Yeah,
1: we we had someone on this show, by the way, from Calgary, Alberta, Alberta. I don't remember exactly where, yeah. but just, I don't know, useless information. But well, uh,
2: Cal- Calgary is a great city, okay. but I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll maybe not cheer for the flames if that's okay.
1: <laughs> so I I see a bunch of stuff that you're involved in, like a bunch of awareness uh, events. There's one, uh, Disability mm-hmm. Employment
2: Awareness. Yeah, um, so...
1: With Goodwill Industries, yeah.
2: Yeah, so uh, October is actually Disability Employment Awareness Month. Uh, so I have the pleasure to mm-hmm. team up with uh, goodwill um here in alberta uh goodwill alberta and uh uh co-present with some other folks uh Aaron Davis who's big in the DEI uh space and um a couple actually a couple of the stars from uh push uh to just chat about you know, our stories, uh, challenges, myths, uh that's of thing related to employment, hiring people with disabilities, um, because unfortunately there's, it's, it's lacking in terms of, you know, people with disabilities uh, being able to have a, um, well a career really yeah uh, so yeah, yeah a, that, that was...
0: and that and that's another myth that we see from time to time where where employers think well they they have m s so they can't possibly do you know they can't they they can't possibly do this job, and that's not always the case it's you have to actually no. just take the time and talk to the person you know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, that's the biggest myth out there is, is, you know, this inherited ableism of, you know, oh, just because you have a disability, you're not able to do a certain job. When in reality, uh, if you do hire a person with a disability, I guarantee you they're going to be the hardest worker in the room. Because mm-hmm. we inherently have this chip on our shoulder to prove people wrong. Uh, not to mention we're we're you know if you give us a chance we're gonna be loyal. Oh yeah, we're gonna work our ass off. Right, I agree, like, man. Yeah,
0: that and there's the other horrible, um, other horrible stigma that disability equals low IQ, which is not huh. ever
2: the case. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Absolutely not. and I mean, it's sad to say that we're in 2023 and we're still thinking that way. And I yeah. think that's why shows like your podcast push. and the work that we're doing, yeah, with push and and then you know the different awareness stuff that I'm involved in, hopefully moves the needle in a way that we stop thinking that way and and think of people as 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 they as they should be thought of and not as you know uh pity or or was able well, or whatever you know like yeah yeah
0: and and just cuz uh you know just cuz i can't go to the second floor to use the bathroom doesn't mean that i don't have the ability to do the same job as the guy sitting next to me who can you know it's a, it's a yeah absolutely case by case basis.
2: Yeah, I'm so um what, what do you what do you guys do for work?
0: I am retired.
2: You uh, retired,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. It yeah, it yeah. it took a lot for me to stop working too because of my pride. So I could still mm-hmm. do a few things here and there with what I used to do right. and I kept fighting it, fighting it until uh, I actually put my foot down. <laughs> Not literally. And uh, said, I'm done. I'm done. And it was a big uh, hit on my ego, right? Because it was who I was and who. Sure. Sure. Know, Me too. So, yep. yeah. Same well, story. Especially, oh. Nick, sorry, especially to you, man. No, it's okay. But yeah, well, I'm retired
0: disabled. So, you know. Right. However you want to phrase it. The same part. Of,
2: mm-hmm. of
1: course. Zach, you mentioned DEI. What is that? What is that acronym to? Disability.
2: No, no diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, It's a big moment, you know, happening right now uh, in North America around, you know, making sure that your workforce is diverse, you know, that there's equity and opportunity, right? Uh, And obviously inclusion. The one thing that folks tend to forget about, though, is the a which is accessibility Oh yeah. um you know so like everybody's focused on you know having a diverse culture you know and and that sort of thing but really uh accessibility i i tend to think is probably the 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 foundation of all of those really i mean if you want access to a diverse culture, you have to have access to the building. That's uh,
0: very true. Very, and and speaking of a little bit of a side, a side story here, Terry, uh, my, I talked to my brother like two days ago, and he told me that in his travels for his work, he's now become on the hunt for accessible bathrooms everywhere he goes because of the show. And he messages me, Hey, I'm at uh he was at a University of Pennsylvania facility. He's like, Hey, I'm at a U Penn facility, and yo, you know they have a foot plate to open the bathroom door here. So next time he goes back, he's going to take a picture so that whether you roll on it or step on it, the door just automatically opens to the bathroom. And I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. But that is cool. We're we're
1: making That's a difference. Cool. Keep, keep keep it keep it going. <laughs>
2: I yeah, I, no.
1: no, go ahead, Zach.
2: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I have I I'm interested to know. Were you at the parking protest for the accessibility awareness? And in- oh yeah, because I've heard all about that. They were doing a demonstration
2: where they were going to block
1: yeah. with wheelchairs the parking lot. Yeah, parking spots. Yeah,
2: so that that was led by my good friend Brian McPherson, who uh, is on on push and and collabed by Bean. Um, Essentially, what we did is we took up a government of Alberta uh, parking lot uh, for staff. We filled it with all our wheelchair vans and uh, wheelchairs and and took up all their stalls. And (laughs) we had our signs out there and people were honking and stuff. There's a couple of people that I'm sure we pissed off, but... They get a little bit of a, a dose of what we get uh, on a Damn right. daily basis. People using, you know, stalls that aren't their ears and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, We never want to incite like violence or anything like that. It's just awareness, right? Really? Like, yes, yes, uh, yeah. So it was a peaceful protest. Course. um but nonetheless uh think we got the job done and you may or may not uh see that on on push oh, that'd awesome. be really
1: cool for what yeah. let's let's get real for a second you go to a washroom <laughs> and someone's in the accessible stall and you know we can't we can't judge anyone because you don't know what they're going through yeah but you know sometimes yeah. you're like hey man there's three stalls here why would you take that one do you ever say anything to them when they walk out, honestly, or do you just stare at them and give them that look?
2: Yeah, I I think at my age and like people know when they're like, oh shoot, like I'm caught, like <laughs> so like you know, I mean, if they seem really like oblivious, I'll I'll say something, but like. The look does it nine times out of 10, right? Like, um, but yeah, I that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, you have to choose the wheelchair wash, right? <laughs> of all the, the washrooms, like, uh-huh. there's nine other ones here, or whatever it is. Um, you know, and I get it, there's more room, but I don't get it. Uh, right uh, <laughs> I don't either man
1: it's even me I can park in a parking spot like the handicap spot but sometimes mm-hmm. I even feel guilty because I'm like I'm having a good day I can wheel an extra you know I don't need to totally. it's like people yeah it's the, to it's,
2: funny. it's funny you say that because I, uh, I have the same situation like I use a power chair right so like for me to drive Across parking lot, it's no big deal for me. Strenuous wise, uh, and actually, it was my wife that sort of got me thinking like this: like, hey, we we can park further back. Like, you're in a power chair, leave it to you know someone in a manual chair or or someone who can't walk far, or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like. Yeah, but I'm like lower down, and people might, you know, smoke me as I'm going in the very true the parking lot, right? Especially now with everybody's a cell phone in their hand yeah. and yeah. attention span of you know three seconds or whatever it is. Yep. But uh, no, I so I mean it depends on the situation. If it's like an empty parking lot. Then okay, let's park further back or whatever. You know, but if it's like chock full, I I tend to like, hey no, I deserve this sponge just like everybody else, you know, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, no, I hear you, man. I'm I'm the same way. I have good days, bad
2: days, you know.
1: I'm in a oh. manual wheelchair, so but it doesn't matter, right. like, really.
2: It's what what kind of chair you got? Uh, uh,
1: should know Terry, you're in it all the time. Uh, tea light?
2: Okay, a tea light, yeah. Tea
1: lights. I mean, a tea light. So, okay, yeah. uh,
2: it's a, it's you know, yeah. It's a, a tea light is a candle.
1: Whatever, buddy. A tea light. <laughs>
2: Podcast over. You're right. Get this guy out of here.
1: Yeah, I'm in a tea light, and uh, as soon as I was like full time in a chair. I started to try to mm-hmm. make my chair look cool and stuff because I used yeah. to be a driver and I used to love my cars and that was who I was. It was my outside right. image and uh, you know. Right, like, your identity, right? Right, like it took a lot for me to accept it and so I yeah. just so up my chair whatever that
2: means. Yeah, yeah, totally. So and I mean there's so many more options nowadays than there was like even 10 years ago, right? Like yeah, to portray your personality. Uh, I I remember my my first chair I had. Uh, there were two two types of power chairs that you could get back in the day, and that was Barbie mm-hmm. or Hot Wheels. Okay, really? Right? So, yeah, yeah. So I got my first chair was a Everest and Jennings. Hot Wheels, uh, so yeah, it was you know bright red and had the traditional like you know Hot Wheels flame on Um I I considered Barbie for for a hot minute, but <laughs> you know.
1: so I'm guessing you saw the movie two or three times.
2: I you know what I I I started watching the movie. I just couldn't get into it like yeah. I, I've heard good things like it has a good message or whatever but honestly I never got to that part like but man did they ever rake it in with like, oh, yeah. marketing like yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah you could tell I went to see that um, the Bob movie I can't remember the name now Oppenheimer <laughs> Oppenheimer and uh, when you went to the theater, it was the same day as Barbie, and you could just tell the difference. Yeah, you know,
2: totally. Yeah, and yeah, I, I'll admit I went to all and Okay, good, uh, Piper. me too. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was it was a good flick. And uh, now my wife and I, we just finished uh, *Peaky Blinders*. I yeah, don't that's... know if you guys watched uh, that yes yeah that's a pretty dope show it is that's the same guy from oppenheimer yep so Tommy Shelby.
1: (laughs) Ah, so good so good that is awesome um something else i saw in the past not actually it's kind of recent i like the name of it uh i'm gonna say it anyway spastic chatter
2: do you remember oh yeah you're on yeah, totally. And, uh, that was with uh, Whitney. Um, yeah, she's doing great stuff with with her podcast and it's a lot of great guests. Which, yeah, I, I love the name, right? Like, Is that all about cerebral palsy? Um, you know, I, I don't think it's like... Just aimed at CP, just like you guys are like open to having other guests with mm-hmm. you know different disabilities, but it certainly has that uh CP homage being paid to it with the spasticity and, and that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, I, the way, she you know gets ahead of it uh before someone else and like bring it forward right like she's very much calling herself out yeah. before someone else there
0: yeah there is there is a lot of power in doing that because if you own who you are and how you are it takes all oh. of it takes all the ammo away from any of your enemies that to, to use it against yeah you. like what else you got bro right exactly you got exactly yeah
2: so so 40 below zero yeah how how did that name come about speaking of podcast names it's okay the
1: the boss will answer that one (laughs)
0: um 40 degree 40 below zero is the point where fahrenheit and celsius converge and since he's up there and i'm down here i figured it would be like hey we have we're in common it's just highlighting the commonality of how crappy this all is. I,
1: I never understood, you know. Did you know that 40 degrees Fahrenheit is the same as uh, sorry, negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit is the same as negative 40 degrees Celsius? You know how you do conversion? That's the only time when yeah. it's the exact same. So, you know, and so yeah, and, I, I have, and when you have MS in the states, Pakistan, and wherever you have MS, it's the same, right? Generally. So 40 below zero is the same anywhere in the world. That's where it came from. Didn't I explain nice. that beautifully, Nick? I don't know. Okay.
2: <laughs> hey, I got it. And I'm not. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> i the knife in the drawer. I'll okay. be the first You are always
1: welcome in my home as long as you bring me a coffee. But you're always welcome, man. Okay. If you're ever in Ontario, I, I, I
2: love coffee. Hey, what kind of coffee are you
1: <laughs> one cream? I'll put the sweetener as my myself. My Splenda.
2: Okay.
1: Well, like Tim's or what? Dude, it doesn't matter, man. I'm joking with you. Yeah, Tim's. I'm a Timmy's drinker. I don't like Starbucks. Do you like Starbucks?
2: I I like it, but here, here's the deal. Don't judge me quite yet. Okay. Um, but I I like Starbucks because they have this option where you can get it warm, and not like piping hot. Like, like I'm a little bit of a sissy that way. Like, no, man, I hear but, you. But, but here, here's the thing. Like, I, I, I get it warm because I'll, I'll drink it, and it like startles me, and like I have a sense of mouth. And, and I thought it was just me. But then I found out like a couple like a year ago that uh that no, that's like a CP thing. Like mm. we all have that sensitivity in our mouth. Uh some people react to it with cold over hot, but I guess I'm a hot guy, so <laughs> yes,
1: I understand, man. Uh I it's funny because I've had MS for maybe 13 years. And then I just realized, oh, that's affecting me because of my MS. And anyway, I never want to I don't want to be that guy that's like this hurts. Oh, it's because of MS. And just use that as, yeah, a, no. as an escape right. goat. But sometimes it is, right?
0: And and who knew that Starbucks by having a warm option was inclusive without even knowing it?
2: Totally, totally. So and just,
0: just going to prove that a company doesn't have to do much of anything to include somebody. Now, granted, you know, the big stuff like the bathrooms and all that—you know—the big, yeah. but something as small as that.
2: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's funny how those accidental access hacks happen. You know, like who would have thunk?
0: Now, when these when these companies reach out for for consult what do you find is the most common thing like the bathroom or what do you run into most
2: in in terms of like physical stuff or, or, or or
0: whatever like when you go to do a consult what do you often find yourself saying
2: yeah so so when i do when i do consults there's there's two main things that i uh, there must has for me, and that's obviously uh, an access like you can actually get in the building, accessible door, and the washroom. Like I plan my whole life around which place has a good accessible wash. If I can't use the washroom, I'm not going there, man. Like, yeah, I I played that game for half my life hold my pee until my eyes turn yellow and well, hold your pee. what is that sorry okay that's my problem I guess exactly exactly so um but I mean like yeah I so those are the two main things you gotta have an accessible entrance and a washroom uh or else okay. I'm not going there um, nor will a lot of other people. So, uh, washrooms are very niche in itself. Um, in terms of you know access design and stuff, but uh, the other thing I find really uh, interesting is when these folks come to me, they're they're very they're lost. Right, like they, they don't know A from B or anything like that. So, so literally, it's a little bit of finding out what they need or what they hope to achieve, uh, and then meeting you know in the middle. Um, and and, and you know, you say, well, geez, that's really ignorant or whatever, but honestly, if, if you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, right? So, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 I I commend them because I mean, most people are quite vulnerable with it. Like, hey, I'm gonna be honest with you, I have no idea like what works, what doesn't, and, and yeah, and those are the people that I love working with because you know they're 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 open minded, uh, and they're curious, right? Like. They don't. They don't have this preconceived, like here's what we need to do, right? You know, blah blah blah, uh, and we only have this budget or whatever. Um, but yeah, those are the two, the two things that I sort of noticed right when I started consulting is. Well, and and I guess the first thing, and we all know this here in the room is, you know, there's a need for it. Right. Uh, A need for advising on different issues and inclusion and and all that stuff. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, very true. And even this day and age, not only... Not only do buildings need to be retrofitted to come up to where they should be, but even new construction, even even the older standards, I don't want to say the old standard, but the older standards are not quite where they should have been. So you can even do better than what was.
1: Do You know, there's a lot of buildings mm-hmm. in Toronto that are grandfathered in, so they don't have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This obviously, so they don't have to build a handicapped washroom, which kind of sucks. Yeah. But. So you got to do your research intensively and not think everything yeah. is accessible anymore. You helped out Edmonton Oilers, right? You did this uh, collaboration with them. Do you get yeah. free t- Do you get tickets to go to the game? <laughs> if not, no, Oilers, no, not what's going t- on, man? <laughs> Hook them yeah. up.
2: Add me. No, but yeah, I mean, honestly, that's going to be the coolest project of my life. Cool. Um, you know, I mean, aside of being a hockey fan, I'm a huge Oilers fan. Uh, but yeah, that was yeah. like a dream come true, uh, and that was that was through the City of Edmonton's Accessibility Advisory Committee that I volunteered on, and yeah, it was just so fascinating seeing the behind the scenes of things and being part of talks that you know uh the public don't even think about right like yeah um but yeah like it it was an interesting convergence of, of knowledge in the room you have all these hockey like gurus coming in and architects and this and that and you know, then, then you sort of have like the the broad street boys, if you will, saying, "No, that's not gonna fly. That's this is great. That's not good." You know, and and then we sort of, you know, it wasn't a wine brawl by any means, but it, it it was an education on both sides in terms of what their constraints are, what our constraints were. Um and and really, how can we come together to to build this world class facility? Because to your points, uh, I mean Rexall Place or Northland's Coliseum was built like in the '70s or whatever, maybe '80s. Uh, and you know, in that building, there was only forty eight seats. For people with disabilities. So there's four sections, two on each side of the rink. So that the, where the nets are. And then, and then in there, there was 12 seats in each corner, right? So that was one of the biggest things that I really pushed for is look, we need way more seating. Like literally when, we were playing at Rex Hall. You either had to wait for someone to die to get season <laughs> tickets. I, I know it sounds horrible, no, but that it literally, no, yeah, just, I a get it. Yeah, and or you know, you were on a wait list for you know, uh, had the big borrow or steal to get tickets. Nonetheless, now Roger's Place, you can get you know, tickets anywhere. Uh in terms of price point, right? If mm-hmm. you want to sit lower bowl, you can. If you wanna sit in the Sports Nightclub, which comes with like a meal and desserts and all that stuff, you can get that too. Like uh I said look, like certainly there there's a, a market for this, but at the same time not everyone Believe it or not, there are different folks that are able to pay more or less, depending on their budget. Sure. So you need to cater all options, right? Uh, if you want, or can only afford certain tickets in a certain section, there's that option. If you want to, you know, sports, you can sit
0: here or there, right? Like. Yeah, that's and that's the traditionally that's the hang up of sports venues is you can't get a good seat in a wheelchair. You have to be up high, you have to be off to the side.
2: So mean mm. having
0: the ability to be, you know, right in the mix, that's huge.
2: Right. So so what is what is Philadelphia like in terms uh, of their
0: I have not been to the to the center yet in the wheelchair um so okay. i don't know for that venue specifically i only go i've only been to citizens bank park uh, to watch baseball games go phil's right. and uh the seats are fantastic uh they're at the they have all the tiers uh all all the levels i should say the top of each level has every section left to right is only handicapped seating Um, So you can actually, so you can actually go with more than one person. A lot of places I've been to um, it's usually like, Oh, you can buy two handicap seats for you. And then they call it an attendant, which is kind of (laughs) demeaning, you know, especially if it's your wife, (laughs) but, (laughs) um, but at CB park, you can buy up to like eight seats
2: together, which is huge. That's a that's a game changer. Like that's one of the things that we struggle with, or struggle struggled with. Sorry, with with Rogers. Like it's that. Oh, you can buy, you know, two seats or whatever. But what if I want to take my kids and my wife and or whoever you're going with? You can't all sit together, right? Like. Then you feel bad if you buy all those seats because you're taking it away from other people with disabilities, right? Like, right. yeah. But yeah, like baseball is fascinating to me because I had the opportunity to go to my first Twins game. So my wife, uh, her side of the family is from Minnesota, um, uh, so, and every year we go down and and. It was a family in the summer, and this year we actually got the opportunity to go to a Twins game, and man, it's so different from from Honky, but I loved it. Like the seats were perfect. Like we could all sit together, just like you said. Like, yep. I was like, man, this is this is what it feels like to be uh, able-bodied for a moment. You know, like. You're chilling with all your family and drinking beer and hot dogs and whatever, right? This is—I always say
1: this is why, uh, you know, sick people are angry people, always angry, irritated. Uh, I, I, mm. how's your, you know, your demeanor? How's your personality? I do you get irritated?
2: A lot. Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, so. When I was younger, I, I had, I did not want to be disabled at all. Like, I don't want to hang out with disabled people. I don't want to, you know, be in the class with disabled people. I essentially saw myself as an able bodied person in a wheelchair. That's kind of weird now that I said out loud, but.
0: No, but back then.
2: Yeah, that, that was, that's that society, the way you know, you're you're raised or whatever. But then, you know, I was having this giant pity party on myself. I was like 18 or whatever. And then it just hit me like a ton of bricks. that, you know, okay, all these years I've been trying to fit in when I was born to stand out, maybe. Maybe I was born to be like this for a reason. And as soon as I accepted on a, on a whole other level, level, sorry, not to get all, you know, religious or anything, but like, as soon as I authentically accepted who I was and the things were not going to change, this is it. Like, then everything lined up. It was like a 180, like, opportunities came my way, like, so yeah i I certainly I certainly have my days of irritation and frustration. Uh, I also deal with you know anxiety and depression um, and so, yeah, and so and it's only been the last couple of years that I've really opened up about that because. I, I need other folks to know. I I think it's always been that with uh elephant in the room, like we all how can we not be anxious and disabled or not disabled, Depressed. Uh, depressed when we're having to continually fight for our rights and plan every movement of our day. Like, oh well, There's not a wheelchair wash. Well, what if I can't get in my van when I go for groceries and I come out and all my groceries are with me? Right? Like, that's a bad thing. Anyway. What if my batteries
0: die? What if people assume depression
1: yeah. means that you are sleeping, you don't eat, but depression runs in different ways, right? Like, sometimes it, you oh. don't have the motivation to leave your home because, you know, the excitement is done, it's motivation is killed.
2: And, and I, I, I've I been there, like, most people see the Zachary that's always joking, lighthearted, easygoing, cool, calm, collected. But, you know, you want to see the real Zachary, some days are tough. And, uh, you know, that's, to anyone who's listening, like, younger generations, whatever, that's normal. You know, don't. Don't feel bad about that. Don't, you know, think of yourself as less despite all the bullshit that the world tells you. Right. Like, if you didn't have that, I'd probably be a little bit more concerned for you, to be honest. Like, if you can live life not being depressed and anxious, power to you. But, like, I don't know how someone can cannot right like i hope not but at the same time it, it's it's normal right so so much respect for you
1: man very well said sir thank okay. you so where
0: can people find you if they're looking for consult or any other just to
2: chat roger's place Oilers. no i'm kidding <laughs> nice um, <laughs> Guy. Um, you know, they can they can they can check out my website, zakrayweeks.ca. Um you know, they can add me on socials, you know, um Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the the likely haunts. But uh yeah, I mean uh, the one the one thing that I really love about what you guys are doing is you're building this, this uh, platform to also in a way, you know, you can connect people for mentorship, right? When I was growing up, there's no, there was no mentor, <laughs> you know? Uh, so you, you're trying to figure out your wife and, you know, what works, what doesn't, can I really be X, Y, Z when I grow up, you know, uh, or, or what have you, um, you know, so, yeah, kudos to you guys uh, for having this podcast and bringing up, uh, you know, the various issues, your life experiences, uh, the different organizations that you're working with, you know. MS Canada here in Canada, and then I'm sure in the States, uh, MS society is there as well. So, um, you know, yeah, keep, keep on, keep on rolling, bros. You're Thank awesome. you very much,
0: sir. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to hang with us. Zachary Weeks, everybody. We'll have all your stuff linked down below the show and we appreciate you hanging out with us. Thank you. Cool, we'll
1: talk soon. So check us out at 40belowzero.com. That's four, letter T, below zero dot well, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is info at 40belowzero.com. Our personal Instagram account are, for Nick's, it's nicks underscore V713. Or for Terry, it's what's underscore MS. Awesome, looking forward to hearing from you guys. We'll talk soon.